What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. I wanted to uh, try to wrap up 2020 uh, in terms of the podcast. So I've asked a couple people who, uh, you know, appeared earlier. Uh, This is Marquita and Raquel coming up. And, uh, you know, just a cool conversation. To be honest with you, I had to edit out way more than I could post here. (laughs) And one of these days, you may be privy to, you know, uh, mad love uncut but for now uh we have to we have to limit what we can share with the public i think uh just in the interest of you know i don't know because we just can't share everything at least not yet anyway um we have reputations to protect so anyway this is uh us chopping it up one last time for 2020 uh they came onto the podcast at least twice this year and it was fun and we had a um a good time and those were some of our more popular episodes so uh like i said the podcast has been surging i appreciate all the support and uh here's one last conversation for 2020 with uh marquita and raquel uh my millennials uh sometimes i feel like i'm a millennial whisperer because i talk to a lot of people uh in that age group and uh they're a crack up like they just make me laugh and uh i guess they keep me young or maybe yeah maybe i'm just young-minded we all know that's not true all right everybody thank you so much for listening and uh here we go our last uh conversation with marquita and raquel for 2020 just thinking about you today because our game got canceled <laughs> i know because you guys are weak whatever we didn't have we had 45 weak. players with covid or covid closeness or some bullshit i don't know oh right. are you Weakness. all talking college football uh-huh. yes the only thing that matters <sighs> yes. and the big game got canceled is that michigan ohio state yep yeah, well, you should probably be relieved. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably be like, "Ooh, at least we didn't lose." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, no we'll disrespect, take, but we'll take the COVID, right, just not the L. <laughs> right. No, no thanks, Buckeyes. I'm telling you, I just think, uh, I think Harbaugh might be on his last. I mean, he hasn't uh, really he done is. anything. He hasn't. He, but Terrible. I mean, NFL. The NFL wants him, so they'll pick him up first thing. Yeah, Why? we'll see. <laughs> I, I mean, he got run out of the NFL. People, okay. I really watch pro football, so it cracks me up when people uh, that finally they stopped trotting out Kaepernick. Sign him. He's okay. Kaepernick got Harbaugh run out of San Francisco. I mean, they were terrible that last, well, yeah. yes, that last couple years. It was like, oh, so he was good in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then everybody figured out, you know. That he wasn't. That's, Me and Jarvis had that conversation all system. the time. Because I was like, they're blackballing him. And he's like, no, he's just really not that good of a player. Thank you. And if you really watch football, and he was in our division, the Rams were still here. And I was watching him, and I was like, he... He really isn't that good. And then they had that good run to the Super Bowl and Harbaugh mm-hmm. was king of the world. Mm-hmm. And then they just fell all the way off. He got fired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they picked him up at Michigan. So I'm curious to see what NFL team would actually be excited to have Harbaugh back because 
he hasn't had Kirk winning football of, since yeah, 2012. He hasn't, he hasn't had winning football. Um, actually, he didn't do like terrible at Michigan. It, like he had winning seasons. He just couldn't beat the teams that mattered. Like when we lose to Michigan State four out of five years, when we lose to Ohio State twelve <laughs> out of seventy five years, like. You, no, well, he, he was hired to games. beat Ohio State. Yeah, and like and the fact did. that you can't is a, yes. a fail. Like you're getting out coached by Urban right. Meyer. Yeah, no. So anyway, yeah, well, <laughs> no, no <sighs> sympathy from the Sucks Buckeye fans. Suck. <laughs> Sucks Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. There's no sympathy from the Buckeye fans. I actually, you know, I don't go out of my way to watch them, but I lived there and it was pretty intense. So I kind of, I'm always rooting for the Buckeyes. And the Buckeye. I don't understand why I'm friends with you two. The Buckeye is a very good dessert. It's just a a bigger (laughs) form of a Reese's. I will. You'll never hear me say that. I'm gonna call them Reese balls. That's what I call them. Reese balls. Too late. You already committed to loving it. I do like <laughs> it. I do like the Reese balls. I do like them. They are good. <laughs> Reese balls sounds like some some, some kind real of perverted. ghetto. Uh-huh. Yeah, like a ghetto slang for something nasty. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. That's what I'm gonna call them. People are like, you guys have any of those Reese balls? Because I refuse to call no. them what they really are. Okay. That in fact, that sounds ridiculous until you actually live in Columbus or uh, uh-huh. Ann Arbor and you're dealing with this rivalry because uh, yeah. it is passionate and it intense. Is. It is. It is. So Raquel, how are you doing? Obviously she's gone. Oh, Where did she go? I can't. Who, me? Oh. oh. I can't. Yeah. I, I said, Raquel, how are you? My, my thing keeps going in and out. I might have to, I think my headphones might be on their last leg here my other ones oh i see because then you kind of go well that's gonna be fun yeah i <laughs> that'll keep I us on our toes <laughs> i thought it was me and then i was like oh it I is was it's my head anyway right and no, i'm not i don't want to be on here for 40 minutes again even though i did enjoy it the whole point though is to wrap up <laughs> like a great year for the podcast and you guys were a big part of that so I wanted to thank you for coming on a couple times and uh, you know just bringing energy I didn't even expect would be so good you know it was fun those shows are easily uh, some of the more popular so thank you for doing that but also this was a hard year so what are we what did we learn uh, from 2020 uh, and what are you taking with you into the to the new year? And what's staying in 2020 besides the COVID? <laughs> COVID's coming with us oh, in 2021. So there's that. It sure is. But I'm leaving it. I'm leaving my portion of whatever COVID was moving out for me. <laughs> I'm leaving it in 2020. Because mm. <laughs> I didn't want like, it. F you, COVID. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I feel like you shouldn't come through a year like this and not have learned something you know what I mean like it even if it's just I need a better space to shelter in place in or I need different people to shelter in I think people are gonna come out of this year with some pretty their lives are gonna look different Um, yes I 
I learned um, that I desperately need and require human interaction. Hmm. Uh, and if I don't have that, like, in, and when I say human interaction, I mean, mean in person, face to face. Yes. Um, and if I don't have that, I fall into, I don't want to say a depression, but a very gloomy place. Okay. Um, and so that How did you fight through that place? How do you know it's not um, depression? Well, I mean, and it could be depression. It, it's, um, it was just very hard. It was very difficult. Um, how did I fight through it? I just did one day at a time. And like, how do you, what is that? Uh, so if you know, you're not going to see someone, how do you compensate for that? You know, like, do you give yourself, do you make sure you at least talk to someone on the phone? Do you try to face Like, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, FaceTime, talk on the phone, um, even texting, things like that, but just keeping in communication with people. Um, I started working out vigorously to keep my mind occupied and cleaning and, and taking up other to keep myself huh. from thinking that I was trapped in isolation. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, That's so interesting. That was a big one. Yeah. I didn't, you didn't know this fun. was a thing for you before? No, I mean, I've always... I mean, obviously, I'm an extrovert. I think everyone knows that. Um, yeah, no. I, people person. <laughs> I am a Shocker. people person, but I've never been in this space to where I couldn't see people. I may have had days people where were I, infectious, right? Where there were days where you know, like, oh, and I want to be bummy or whatever. But there was never a point in time where I was. I had no other choice where I was forced right. that for days, you know? And so I think it's a little bit different. I, and I think we've talked about this before, as far as like having children, there's a difference in not wanting any more children and being told you cannot have any more children. So right. it's like, if I don't want to see anyone today, that's fine. But if I am told I cannot see anyone today, it's a whole, it's a whole other thing. And it probably has yeah. a little bit of a control issue too, I'm sure. Which, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. But. <laughs> What's the cure? That's, so what happens if mm, we go forward and, you know, we got to shut down again uh, for a month or two again? What are, what are you, what would well, you... I mean, just, what can you carry forward knowing like okay well this last time so I'm gonna do these things and have this in place you know what I mean um, I went to the grocery store a lot because it was essential for me to see people mm -hmm. uh -huh. Even, and like talking to people about cucumbers and things like that I'm like hi friend <laughs> people you. avoided me nobody avoided I remember vividly still like if I walk in a store and it's more than one person in the aisle, like unless they're kind of old and detached, they're pretty much like, I'll wait for you to get your uh, coffee. I'll That's stand me. at the end here. That's me. I'm people. Who talked to you? 
I, people don't talk to me because they're like, get your stuff so I can get out of here. Everybody and I'd be like, did you touch that? Me. I'm not going to touch that <laughs> behind you. So you did not run into Marquita in the store. <laughs> I did not. To talk to you about no. cucumbers. No. People always talk to me. Like, I'll just be out and people are like, oh, so then my said this. And I'm like, I don't know you. And you're telling me the story. And I don't know you. <laughs> well, I'm glad they do. Because obviously that's something that you need. So, I, yes. uh, I think isolation is challenging. And I, I wasn't isolated. I, I had a different set of issues and challenges. Because when you're sheltering in place with someone with memory issues, you find yourself re-explaining everything every day. Multiple uh. times a day. And it just, you know, uh, my mom's memory has gotten a little bit better. But being a caregiver is, in and of itself is hard. And then you yeah. just like piled all mm-hmm. that other stuff on top of it. It was challenging. And yeah. Um, yeah. So, so what but did you do for I, yourself to kind of... I went to the grocery store a lot. <laughs> and I drove See? around a lot. I like to drive and clear my head. So I started going far to go to the grocery store um, and just, you know, what should take 10 minutes. I was gone like an hour and a half just to clear my head, you know, and uh, yeah. And uh, meditating. I mean, my meditation game is, it's really amped up. Um, nice. Just being able to get into a different spiritual place because you can't always physically leave so you have to be able to um, expand in another way so yeah definitely that I took a spiritual class I mean I was just like I gotta obviously I'm supposed to be evolving because between my uh, work challenges my personal challenges trying to grow a business the podcast is kind of growing itself so that's good but it still needs maintenance you know so yeah, it's been a busy time, but I feel like this, I was positioned for, for a good year. And as long as I could maintain income, everything was going to stay on track. And that, right. that happened for me. So I was thankful for that. But, you know, Marquita, what about you? What did you learn? Um, you kind know, of power lessons. I did a lot of growing in this season. Like, um, being in the house didn't necessarily bother me. It was kind of like Raquel said, being told I couldn't leave was a little bit annoying, but I just made adjustments mm-hmm. because what can what else can I do? But um, with the start of the lockdown, I told myself that like, when we come out of this, like I'm going to be glowing from the inside out. And so I made a point to like really focus on things that made me happy, made me glow. Like I went hard in my therapy. She gave me lots of homework assignments and I did them, you know, like with vigor because normally I can be lazy and just be like, mm-hmm, I did that. But no, I really did that. Nice. Like, you be... cheat in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I really did it to be like, introspective and try to figure out you know what makes me tick what makes me happy because I think along the way a lot of places like I lost myself and so it was good to kind of just find me and I did lots of things that made me happy and a lot of things that make me happy require only myself like I love to read and I think between 
March, April through probably October. I probably read oh, well over 30 books. Wow. Just, That's really good. You know, like I'd come home you know, or not come home on the days that I worked. But, you know, at the end of the night, after I put Solomon to bed, hang out with Jarvis for a few, I just go get in my bed, curl up with my iPad and my whatever spike drink I was drinking for the night. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing in the wintertime is um, hot chocolate spiked with Baileys. Makes me happy. Mm. So, like, a night with hot chocolate spiked with Baileys, a good book under my covers, like, those things made me happy. So I focused on doing a lot of things that made me happy since I couldn't be outside with my friends. Um, I will say your skin looked incredible too. Thank you. I developed a really good skincare routine. Um, I developed routines and habits. She was glowing. I remember the first time I saw you after we got back from the lockdown or whatever, lockout or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, look at your skin. And then, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I've been doing some exercising um, because what's going to happen is I'm going to get on this beach as soon as COVID (laughs) is over. I'm going to be on a beach and I'm going to have my six pack and my good muscles. Like, y'all ain't going to be able to tell me nothing when this is over. Okay, what is that? I don't know, child. I don't know. When can we get on the beach? Because I'm about ready to Um, go there now. To the beach, I know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think in general, the things I learned was I grew. I grew to learn, you know, what I want, what I need, and how to express that to the people around me, you know, and be more confident in like who I am and what I know. So that's awesome because you had already grown quite a bit. Yeah. So that's good. That's really good. 